Welcome to another episode of Clue Interrogation. Tonight, we will be listening to the audio transcript, The Interrogation of Liz Weldon, starring J.C. Walker as Liz Weldon and Luke Hallam as Detective Chase. This episode is written by April Obergon and Chris Larcade and produced by Ella Claiborne. This is a production of the Muldrow Communication Department. East Hampton Police Department. Date, April 26, 1968. Interrogation begins at 12.15 p.m. Interrogation ended at 1.05 p.m. Statement of Elizabeth Weldon, a.k.a. Liz. Address, 152 Willwood, New Hampton, New York. What is your name? You know perfectly well who I am. My name is Elizabeth Weldon. My friends call me Liz. Where were you on the evening of June 25th, 1968? My husband is dead. I need to be with my family. Is this really necessary? Unfortunately, it is necessary. Can you please answer the question, ma'am? I was at home. My husband was hosting a dinner party, and I was there with him and all of our guests. I think you know this already. I need to be with my family. Let's try another question. How long have you known your husband? This is ridiculous! You can find out all of this information by reading a newspaper. I really don't understand why we have to do this now. How would you describe your relationship with your husband? Seriously? Seriously. I would describe it as on the verge of extinction. We've been married a long time, and together for even longer. He grew tired of me long ago. What do you mean by that? Beyond that, Washington and the Senate have stolen my husband from me. His waking hours are spent in service of this country. He is always at the office. I hardly ever see him anymore. When we are together, and is usually in public or at some event that requires his presence. But then, every pretty little thing that walks by attracts his attention. Can you elaborate on what you mean by that? Again, you can read the newspapers. Look at the photographs they print. Even his secretary is a pretty little thing. Have you talked to her? Why don't you ask her how long she has known my husband? Why don't you ask her how much time she spends with my husband? We will be talking with the staff, Mrs. Wilden. Let's get back to the party. When was the last time you saw your husband at the party? I saw him briefly before he went to his office. I was talking with some of our guests and had opened the second bottle of wine to help distract me from wondering why he insisted on a party and then left it so early. Mrs. Wilden, you say you opened a second bottle of wine. Would you say that you were drinking heavily last night? No, I would not. If you have ever seen me drink heavily, you would know that I was perfectly within my limits last night. It was a dinner party, Detective. We always serve drinks at our parties, don't you? Mrs. Weldon, several of your guests have reported that they saw you drinking heavily. More than one guest has said that you were carrying around and drinking directly from a bottle. Is this true? Why carry a glass when the bottle suffices? The fantastic thing is, when people see you carrying around a bottle of vintage port, people quickly conclude that you are not in the mood for polite conversation. Do you recall going into your husband's office to speak to him and getting into an argument? I don't recall. Mrs. Weldon, there were guests who reported hearing you yelling at your husband. Is this true? To answer your question, Detective, yes. I did go to my husband's office to confront him about the secret meetings. I was just tired of it all. What do you mean? I have given him the best years of my life. I have always supported him. I gave up any hope of a career of my own years ago to support his quest for the White House. 
And how does he repay me? He repays me by locking me away in that house and bringing me out to show me off to all of his friends. Stand and smile. That's what they always say. Don't do anything that could hurt your husband's chances in the upcoming election. Which means, keep your mouth shut, Liz, and don't have an opinion. Don't act like anything more than what you are. A backdrop for your husband's political career. As Mark tells me, you knew the life, Liz. You knew what you were signing up for by marrying me. This is part of that life. Well, detective, I've played my part. I have turned the other cheek and looked the other way, keeping my mouth shut. So, is it any wonder that I've started to drink? I have to have some kind of company. The bottle and Natasha are the only friends I have. Are you referring to Natasha Sokolov? Yes, she's our maid. But she has also become a close friend. And in many ways, she's like a sister to me. Some people even think we look alike. Did you see Natasha the night of the party? <laughs> what a silly question. She's the maid. Of course I did. She was helping with the party. We wouldn't have been able to have the party without her. Naturally, she was helping with the party. But did you see her at any place in the house other than where the party was? I did. I saw her in my husband's office. Which is why this whole line of questioning is ridiculous. What do you mean by that, Mrs. Weldon? Well... I know that you are questioning me because you think I have a motive to kill my husband. Believe it or not, Detective, I, I love my husband. <clears throat> I loved him despite the secrets, the lies, and the, the cheating. I loved him. Mark is all that I have. The sole purpose of my life has been to be Mark Weldon's wife. So why would I possibly kill him? If you're thinking it's because of the cheating, you don't know anything about polite society. I am not the estranged wife in my neighborhood. Also, I couldn't have killed him, because Natasha was with me the whole time. She was with you where, Mrs. Wilden? She was with me in Mark's office. You said others heard me yelling at Marcus. I did yell at Marcus. I guess Natasha heard me yelling because she came into the room to calm me down. She said the guests were beginning to talk about my behavior and question what was going on in the office. I was angry and wanted to make Marcus understand the humiliation I had endured for so long. I slapped Marcus more than once, I suppose. Natasha grabbed me and we left the room. What about Mrs. Marks? Are the rumors correct about your husband's relationship with Mrs. Marks? I don't speak French, Mrs. Weldon. What does that mean? Not many people know that I speak multiple languages. That's something that doesn't even make the papers. Even Mark was clueless about that little fact. It's all part of the job of a senator's wife, detective. Now, about my husband's relations, yes, the rumors appear to be true. At least true that Marcus was seeing someone else and has been seen with a woman when it was known that I was playing the supportive wife at charity events. If it was Miss Marks, it would have made sense. That's who my money would be on. Natasha agrees with me. But who knows? What does it matter who it was? It isn't enough that he spends hours with her at the office, or that she spends every moment with him, planning out his day, taking him lunch, and handling all of his correspondence. She even gets to be present for the top-secret meetings he has with his boys on the committee. Marcus never listens to me. El diablo no siempre vestido de rojo, el puede usar un vestido y tacones altos. 
So, do you admit that you physically assaulted your husband? I did slap him, yes. I wanted to hurt him the way that he's hurt me. Natasha said that it was neither the place or the time. The best form of revenge would be public humiliation. I needed to hurt him where it would hurt the most. She said I needed to hurt his pride, and I had plenty of ammunition to do that without resorting to physical violence. Then what? Then we left. I was hysterical. I will admit that. I suppose I cannot hide it. But we left the room together, and when we left, Marcus was alive. He may have had a scratch from my hysterics, but he was very much alive. You can ask Natasha. You can ask anyone. There should be plenty of witnesses that saw me go up the stairs together, and I've heard that there were others who visited Marcus in his study. I may have despised Marcus, but I also loved him. Can I please go now? I need a cigarette and to be with my family. I have funeral arrangements that need to be made. Yes, Mrs. Weldon, you can go now. However, we will be in contact. I understand. Thank you. Please find whoever did this to my family.